Hey, everybody. This is Just Start Podcast and Motivational Monday. I'm Jordan Hernandez, but more importantly, our guest, Emily Moore. Emily with an I-E, which is awesome and unique because she's unique. Um, she's a Boca High diver. Um, she transitioned from being a gymnast to a diver, and she's going to Stanford, which is not her only feat, actually. Um, she went to the Olympic trials and Pan Am and uh, Columbia, the country in Cali. And um, I mean, it's just amazing. And to be honest with you, all those things are great. But what's even greater is that Emily is just, I think, an amazing person. And I feel honored to sit across from you. So thank you for doing this. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Of course. Let's get it going, everybody. All right. So before talking about gymnastics and what that was like, just being in that fog, it was a place where you didn't, it wasn't very clear where you were. And then you talked about your coach, Matt, and, and finding a new family and mm -hmm. being accepted. Yeah, and it was crazy. It was like a moment of realization that this is where I was supposed to be. That happened for a reason. And this is my future. It's awesome. Can we talk about some of the things that you can, like some of your takeaways from what you learned from the transition from gymnastics to diving? what diving has taught you for the good, what you learn from the bad, and just whatever. You can riff on whatever you want to talk about. Diving has literally taught me to dive into the unknown with simple loops of faith. That sport, it is not easy. It is so terrifying. I remember my very first day I was standing on, well, I wasn't yet, but I told my coaches after looking up at the crazy high towers I was like I'm never being a tower diver <laughs> and then my coach just looked at me and she laughed and she's like in her head she knew that I would be it's like jumping out of an airplane oh my gosh it's crazy some yeah. divers actually have jumped off helicopters wow yeah I met someone who like broke their spleen because they landed wrong <laughs> yeah crazy yeah they're insane those that's not my type of that's like cliff diving they're crazy you're like the three meter in the I meter? do one three and tower so okay. I, I have become a tower diver right ironically on. But that very first day, my other coach, Matt, he made me jump off five meter. And I remember looking down and the seemingly endless drop. And I was like, there's no way. But then suddenly I was in the air. I was going. I was falling. And yeah. I was like, what am I doing? And then I hit the water <coughs> and I was, I survived. I was like, whoa. And then I realized like, wait, I enjoyed that. That was fun. And like this adrenaline rush filled me and I like mm. couldn't stop smiling. And I was like, okay, <laughs> that was fine. I like... That's just carried through my entire life now and the sport of diving. Every time I stand on 10 meter now, about to throw myself into a crazy amount of flips and twists and hit the water at a crazy speed, I have the choice to either try that or back down in fear. And I just, I, I've never chosen the second one. I always force myself to go because no matter the outcome, I teach myself that I am capable of anything I set my mind to. And there's always the potential for good. And even the bad, even when I smack and it hurts really bad, I still went for it. I still tried it. And I was close. Like, I made it at least that far. I can fix something and get it all the way. And then that feeling of hitting the dive, nothing beats that. Mm. It feels so amazing. And then you come up and everybody's clapping. And then this huge smile spreads across your face. And it's just the best feeling in the world. And that, like, now that aspect has switched to my other life, too, outside of diving and trying new things... Because, like, those simple leaps of faith don't have to be crazy amount of flips. They can be simple steps into a new room. That's how I got here, actually, just by meeting new people like you and getting to know everybody else and immersing myself into the unknown. Because that unknown is filled with unlimited possibilities that you have to unlock. But once 
you do. They're there for you. They're waiting for you. They want to be unlocked, but you have to want to unlock them. So that's the biggest thing for me, at least. Yeah, that's poetry. That's really good. Um, sign this girl up for a TED Talk, man. For real. That's, that's unbelievable. I really like what you said about the basically the risk reward of you being up there and you telling yourself yeah. like you you can't go backward there's no backing down once you're up there it's that's giving up that's being afraid of failing and my quote michael jordan don't be afraid to fail be afraid not to try is what i try to live by because mm. if you don't try then you'll never know what you're capable of and that's just letting yourself down mm-hmm. why not try why not try to fail because then you at least tried something. You didn't give up. You taught yourself that you can at least do something. Yeah, I think there's a concept of falling in love with failing. Yeah, I think failure is something we should all accept and encourage. Right. It's antithetical, though. Like, most people fear it. and They, they fear rejection, they fear failure, and so they just don't try. I think fear kind of is trapping. People keep to their safety net their safety bubble because they know it's consistent Mm -hmm. and they're scared of if they ever leave it, what could go wrong. But I think that's what's brilliant because what could go wrong teaches you what could go right. And then you'll never unlock those unlimited things waiting for you. And then the world itself, if everybody stays in their bubble or leaving so many unlimited possibilities locked. Right. So what if all of us took a step, took a leap, how many unlimited things would be be finding if we stepped yeah into the unknown because that unknown is the future yeah and you didn't have language that was like oh i can't or no i it's that's impossible like you were just like i like if i flop i flop but like i'll figure it out the next one well no i always <laughs> always in my brain there's like is there a oh, like a, there's always a fear the fear is there oh always so what does it feel like walk me through that i've seen you plugged in walking and, and that, that was when i met your father at mm-hmm. um yeah what well, was at the state qualifier yeah it was uh regionals yeah yeah i think that was right that was regionals at our pool mm-hmm. um and I, I saw you like you know you were kind of like walking around you had your headphones mm-hmm. so you were definitely getting into zone. the zone yeah you can see actively that you go into a zone yeah it's really neat there's two different zones One. right talk about them i i do my best when i'm having fun if you see me and there's not a smile on my face I'm not in the right mental state and I'll probably be tough on myself. And then that negatively trickles down Mm -hmm. on my diving. So even if I'm like not doing the best, if I keep a positive mentality, I just have fun. That's when I do the best. I saw that. um, I think it was at uh, uh, Cali, Mm -hmm. Columbia. Yeah, I was smiling the whole time. Yeah, Latin America. You were on the board like you were up there doing like a little dance. I don't know if you were looking down at maybe your coach. My coach, yeah. Yeah, because like you, you could see you were keeping it like light. Yeah, even it's, though I wasn't doing my best. Like I was just trying to have fun. And I ended strong, which I was happy about. Yep. Yeah. I totally saw that. I saw the frustration of like you trying to get it right. And I, yeah, because all my tops, I, this is diving. For diving. Though, yeah, like, go ahead. All of my tops, like all of my starts were the best I've had in so long, which is like the potential for scoring is so much higher if I have that, but I kept missing the bottoms. Mm. So that's what I was frustrated about, but I couldn't like not be happy because those were like what I was like striving for. Right. But having fun amidst the frustration and fear, like oh go gosh. into that, yeah. those two zones. What do those two zones look like? Okay. So one feel is like-, like fear where I like feel that I'm like not doing well. And that just a negative trickle where I just get down on myself and then that kind of affects me. Then I'm like, maybe I'm 
not the best and I I won't win and then I'm like then I lose confidence and diving is all about having confidence and I think that goes towards normal life too because if you don't have confidence then you're never going to believe in yourself and you're never going to believe that you can win or that you can do this test or something else in life it doesn't matter what it is but if you have fun and you tell yourself oh you can do this like you've done this before it's not that different it's the same thing like trust yourself it's going to be so much better and that's the different mentality and yeah you can accept failure but still have fun still accept that something good came out of that failure like sure my dive may not have scored the best but it had the best potential and that shows you that there's always room for improvement and you can take stuff that may have seemed bad overall, but there is so many good things part of it and transition that to make it what you want with those good things from the failure. There's always something to learn from the failure, but you, if it's your mentality, if you just see it as a failure, then you're going to think yourself that you failed. But if you take it and you look at it and you see what's good, you don't think you're a failure. You think you're still good and you still see what you are and how well you did it just may not have been the outcome you wanted. Mm, I like that. It's process-driven thinking, not outcome-driven yeah. thinking. That That's a big thing in the gymnastics and diving world where it's all about numbers and perfection. Like, it's that battle of like the struggle of, oh, I you know I could have done this, I could have done that, because it's, it's numbers-driven. You do something yeah. and you look and there's a number. Yeah. Constantly. That can be hard. That's hard. That's yeah. a hard sport because it's, it's fractions of a second. Yeah. Split and it happens decision. so fast. In the air, what are you going to do? And sometimes it doesn't go well, but you yeah. can see what did go well. Just embracing the the difficulty of the day, whatever that is. Kind of like I tell my golfers, I think with with diving, if you can embrace whatever that difficulty is that you're yeah. having and smile, dance your way through it, and just, I That's, think yeah. your self-talk sounds really good. It depends on the day. <laughs> I'm working on it. When it's a bad day, what does it look like? You don't want to be around me. Mm. It's not fun. I relate to that on a spiritual level. Um. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely some really hard days, but it's the hard days that get you to the good days. Mm-hmm. So. Go through it. Yeah. Don't get over it. Just go through it. Yeah. It's never all happiness, but to get to that happiness, there has to be bad days. Mm-hmm.